Nah, let me stop being ghetto. <laughs> Yo, what's good, man? What's good on this lovely Sunday, B? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Nah. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, my... Yo, last weekend, I just gotta... Let me just start off by telling y'all what happened last weekend, bro. Let me just start off by telling y'all what the fuck happened. Yo, listen. No more Henny for me. No more. I am done with the Hennessy company. I'm no longer a hood nigga. I'm going back to Smirnoffs and shit like that. Like, I can't... I, I can't fuck with it no more. Like, no more Henny for me. I'm dead ass serious. If you see me drinking Henny, slap that shit out my hand. You know a nigga gonna be drinking Henny like next week. But that's none of y'all business though. That's really none of y'all business. But no more Henny for me, man. Shit. Tell y'all what happened last Sunday, man. My man's had a video shoot. Shout out to Arm WFA, Rock Bills, OG Poison, Guapo Zaya. My man Spinny. Spinny with the Henny. Spinny with the teleport. They had a video shoot for their song Switch Up in the Vogue Lounge. Now, listen, I've never been in the Vogue Lounge before. I've heard of it, but I didn't know it was this popping, my nigga. When I say the Vogue Lounge is a, a Spanish restaurant, and that's it, it's a Spanish restaurant, and that's it. Like, bro, I went in there, I'm thinking that we really going to be in some, like, fucking lounge, like a dead-ass lounge, because everybody's talking about it on Facebook and Instagram and all that shit. So I'm, I, we get to the lounge. We get to the lounge. Everybody was on nigga time. You know how niggas be like, I'm going to leave, but they leaving late to their own shit. Everybody was late. We was late. CJ was late. Poison was late. Everybody was late, my nigga. <laughs> so you know when you enter, like, certain places, like, they just treat other niggas better. Like, fucking Spanish um, managers, it's not even like they Spanish people just had this thing where they treat their kind better. So we trying to get like hookah, they like curving us. We trying to get mad shit, and they curving us. It's two two to six is brunch. After that, it's like it turns to a little club. I didn't know it gets live in that club, like dead live in that club. Like this is it gets crazy. So we we trying to get a, a VIP section so we could re, um record for the video, the video switch up. So. Everybody is, like, trying to get shit together. Camberman comes. I mean, like, 6 o'clock hits. They remove all the chairs. Everybody's standing. When you first go in there, it's mad Harlem people that I know. I'm just keeping it. Like, I ain't really conversing with people. Not that I don't fuck with them. It's just that I haven't seen niggas in a while. And it's like, when you haven't seen somebody in a while, it's mad hard to, like, start up a conversation. And it, it just get awkward sometimes. And I hate those situations where y'all just looking at each other after y'all said hi. And it's like no conversation, but you really want to have a conversation deeper down inside. Like it's one of those situations. So we go in there, boom. Nigga from nigga from uh from over here, cause over here and the ex was over there t- too. I seen him. So they take all the chairs out. It starts to get crazy. We fought for the VIP section for a minute, bro. Like we just fought for the VIP section. I mean verbally, when I, I physically, like we fought for the VIP section. We ended up getting the VIP session, so me and my man Rock Bills was like, yo, we hungry. So, me and Rock Bills skate out. Now, me and this nigga know damn well we not supposed to be fucking eating Burger King. Me and this nigga, we trying to hit up a Spanish restaurant. The lines is dumb long. We in the Heights. 
The Lions is dumb longs because they know all the good Spanish spots. So <clears throat> me and this nigga leaves and goes gets Burger King. We go get the fucking dollar menu at that, knowing damn well the reason why we went to go eat is because we knew we was going to drink some Henny. So you have to eat before liquor. I don't. To this day, I still don't know the fucking remedy of not eating or eating because it doesn't matter. It seems like it doesn't matter. Still gonna fuck your stomach up, right? So, me and Rock Bills go get some Burger King. We come back. It's a fucking line, a fucking line. So everybody's pushing and shoving. Niggas is arguing outside. I'm like, this shit is gonna get crazy, right? So, I I finally get to the front. I finally get to the front of this shit. My man Rock Bill's about two, he he like two people behind me in the line. So when I get there, the nigga checks my ID but makes me stand outside. It's cold. So I'm like, nigga, you check my ID. Like, Poppy, wait, Poppy, wait, Poppy, wait, Poppy, wait. I'm like, this nigga here, man. You letting everybody else in, but you're not letting the nigga that the ID that you checked in. Still getting treated wrong, right? And I don't, but like, even if they listening or if I ever become big, I don't even care that I'm bashing them because y'all really don't handle everybody money is green. Fuck a skin color. Everybody money is green, and I don't like that shit. I don't like when places treat black people a certain way and treat Spanish, and then vice versa, black people and then white people. Like everybody money is green. It don't matter. What's this? What's the? What's the? What's the color of the dollar that we giving you? So they finally let me in. When I get in, the girl got an attitude. She looking at me like twenty dollars. I'm like, miss, I was already in that VIP section. Like, what are you talking about? All right, go. I'm like, yo, this shit is ghetto. Like, I'm never returning here. And don't get me wrong, don't act, I'm not going to say and act like I didn't come from that type of shit. But I'm 25, who want to deal with that type of shit still? We got jobs where we go in different places. I've been different places and been treating great, way better than this. And to come to your home city and you like, this shit, like, you feel me? Like, it's just mad fucking corny. So, finally get in. It's live now, but I know it's going to be a crazy situation because it's mad different niggas from New York City in there. You got Bronx niggas in there. You got Harlem niggas in there. You you got you got 8th niggas in there. You got 7th. You got Linux niggas in there. You got some Uptown niggas in there. You got Bronx niggas in there. You got Mitchell's niggas. You got Soundview niggas. You got, what, on the other side? What's that other side? 1600? I don't know what that shit is. Near the River Park Towers and shit on that other side. You got mad different niggas from my building. Like, you got mad niggas in there. So, I'm like, this shit going to turn into the situ- a situation. But everybody was just, like, having fun. The VIP section is dumb fucking small, my nigga. Niggas is like, excuse me, excuse me. Trying to get out, knocking over the Henny bottles and shit. Like, bro, it was just one of them situations where you had to deal with it. I went because my niggas are shooting the video. so And I'm never there for their videos. Like, like when they shoot videos, they always forget, like, yo, hit cash up. All right? So, I'm in there, whatever. So we ordered, my nigga, we paid $95 for each bottle. You had to buy a bottle to get the VIP section, my fault. You had to pay $95, right? They give you the $40 bottle of Henny. My God, my nigga. Like, this, oh, my God. I tried to make the best out of the situation, not coming in with an attitude. Like, I was just fucking tight. Like, like I can't believe this shit. Like, that ass. So niggas get the henny, right? I'm a henny drinker. I ain't gonna say say I drink OD drink henny, but that's like my favorite liquor, to be honest. I like how it makes me feel. It can either make me feel like I'm horny. I wanna go back to an ex girlfriend and deal with the text message arguing. Or I wanna fight, but that's some ignorant shit. I really wanna fight. Um, henny just is an all purpose drink. Like you can make a baby. 
You could be nice to somebody off Henny. You could you could have a conversation with a fucking stranger over some Henny. Just the fact that both of y'all drink Henny, y'all niggas start talking. So me, me, Rock Bills, we everybody's drinking Henny. One cup. I'm like, I'm staying like I'm in the VIP section feeling like a can of tuna, nigga. Like it's mad fucking it's no fucking room. None at all, my nigga. None. Now <laughs> yo, so one cup, I'm valid. Let me go get a second cup. Second cup, I'm valid. Third cup, I'm feeling it. Um, but I don't know if it's because it's a lot of people in the room. It's just like, like you don't feel the drunkness until you actually have to go outside or get in the car. It always happens like that. It always happens like that. Like You don't feel drunk until you got to walk. And outside is reality, bro. So I we sit in there. We didn't get to shoot the video because under some circumstance, they're like, oh, you can't videotape inside, blah, blah, blah. How you can't videotape inside this fucking whack-ass lounge that you call a fucking... that This fucking Spanish restaurant that you call a lounge. How we can't videotape in here? Shit is whack. Let us videotape. Fuck you. So, <clears throat> so, niggas, niggas do that. Niggas dip. Niggas 930. Niggas dip. All I know is when it's time for me to step outside, my nigga... I'm feeling crazy. Like, I can't walk. I'm super drunk. I can't do shit. Shit. I can't do shit. Listen, I can't do... I get we get... The cameraman drove the... Now, now my niggas like, all right, we gonna film it on the block. We went to 4th, 3rd, and 7th, and filmed it on the block, right? I get in the car. We get there. I start throwing up. Like, why? I open the door and just start throwing up. Ah, throwing up everything. It's that fucking Burger King. I keep telling y'all, it's that fucking Burger King. So I'm throwing up the Burger King. I don't remember much, but I know I tried to go upstairs. I get on the steps, and I and I all I remember is me waking up in my friend's house. That's all I remember is me waking up in Rock Bill's house. I don't remember nothing else. Boom. I wake up, my man's is like, you want a bag? I'm like, yeah. Start throwing up in the bag, start throwing up in the toilet. I wake up, the nigga like, this this my man's big bro. He like, bro, cash. I thought you was dead. I'm like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? Bro, he told me. I was going outside to the store. I opened the door. It was a nigga asleep with his hands in his pockets on the stairs, <laughs> which was me. <laughs> Yo, everybody, I would sleep outside with my hands in my pockets on the stairs. This is why I say no more Henny, because I do not remember this part. So I'm sitting there laughing as he's telling me the fucking story like I look dead. So I'm like, wow. I wake up. You know, the first thing you do when you wake up off a hangover is look for your phone. I'm looking for my phone. I'm like, my phone is just missing, bro. My phone is just missing. The reason why I started looking for my phone is because I just paid the bill. So you like, I ain't, I know I was mad drunk. I'm not trying to lose that phone, though. Like, you feel me? I'm not really trying to lose that phone. So I started looking for my phone. Can't find it. I'm like, yo, I just paid that. I'm like, I just paid that fucking bill. Like, I cannot lose this phone. So <clears throat> I asked my mans. My mans brought bills had it in his pocket. Thank God that nigga had it in his pocket. I threw up again when I was up, and I'm sober this time. 
Like I can't fuck with Henny no more. I've been drinking. I did long Long Island iced teas and shit lately, but like I'm thinking about really quitting Henny. Drinking in total, but that Henny, bro, that shit have fuck your life up. And I was told cognac not even supposed to make you throw up. Like I was told that, but it seems like lately I just been throwing up. I was at a girl house and I threw up or some Henny. It's either that I'm drinking too much of it. Or I'm not eating the things that needs to make it like needs to make me not throw up, and I think I'm choosing the, the wrong food. And this shit is just crazy because I cannot fuck with Henny no more. Like this shit is crazy. Like I'm not fucking with it no more. Like I know a lot of y'all gonna be like, "This is a lie." I mean, it is a lie because you know I'm gonna drink Henny. It don't even matter. But I really be wanting to give up. Like on some like, I might just do it for Lent. Like. Fuck it, like, you know how everybody's quitting something? I mean, not quitting. Stop doing something for 40 days. I might just not fuck with Henny or fuck with drinking for 40 days. I could not. That's that's too easy for me because I quit smoking. So I could do that shit. That, But Henny, is, listen, it should be a warning on the Henny bottle. Not the warning not to drink on pregnant, like while you're pregnant. No, a warning to hood niggas should not drink this without proper food. They need to make proper food that go with Hennessy because I've been throwing up and I'm about to email the company. Give me a fucking food resu- a resu- uh, recipe. I was about to say resume. Fucking dickhead. I'll- give me a food recipe that goes with Henny because I'm throwing up and I'm sick of this shit. All right? I'm sick of this shit. And I'm like, I know this is an embarrassing story, but I had to fucking tell it because a lot of people be going through the same shit. Through the same fucking things, and it's, it's, it's annoying. I'm tired of throwing up. It makes you just want to give up, bro. It makes you want to give up. On top of that, I need to speak on some something, because I find this shit very funny. This nigga, Bow Wow, cannot get a W when it comes to the internet. <laughs> he cannot get a W when it comes to the internet, bro. Like, he... Like, shout out to Velvet for this. Velvet said, Little Bow Wow was lit, but Bow Wow was not lit. Like, I started crying when she said that, because this shit is the fucking truth. Like, Bow Wow, you just need to stop. Like, don't even engage in nothing that got to do with black and white or social media. Like, just get your money and go to these clubs and do that promotion shit, because you cannot win online. You cannot win online. Like, you, you, no. And then nobody cares. Like, in your mind, I know you like I'm bad, I'm a superstar, but to the 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 majority mass of us, we don't care, bro. You had your time when it was rapping, and now like you just I don't know if your personality is not attracted to us no more, but I'm saying us because I'm included. I respect a nigga hustle. I always respect any black man hustle. Don't get that wrong. But Bow Wow cannot win. He cannot get a fucking W online. <laughs> he cannot get a fucking W. It was this one time when Game and Snoop Dogg was like, they was meeting up with like the mayor of California or, or L.A., right? And the nigga Bow Wow put up a picture and was like, yeah, Uncle Snooping and the big bro Game called me. They want me to come. This nigga had a fucking like uh, uh, slacks and a shirt on. When it's so bad, I'm so brainwashed to dislike this nigga or critique this nigga. I'm like, who the fuck asked you, Bow Wow? Nobody fucking asked you. Not a fucking actor, black actor. <laughs> This nigga just can't win right now, bro. He can't win and he needs to fucking stop. Like, he needs to fucking stop. 
the other day on the internet, I guess Snoop Dogg put up a um a video or something like that of him shooting a doll that looked like Trump, and then Trump tweeted, "Yo, Trump is the only nigga, the only fucking president on earth that I know got time for fucking social media. You got to run a fucking country, but you on Twitter, and you Twitter this nigga, like you have you ha- like you can literally." You might as well have an Instagram, nigga. You might as well go Instagram live on niggas because I don't understand how you have all this fucking time. You got to run a country of a billion people. And this is why this is this don't fucking make no sense, bro. This is the nigga y'all chose as president. A childish, immature nigga that can't even control his emotions. So he came and I'm not going to lie. The only thing I respect about Trump is the fact that he's honest. Other than that, that nigga, he's a, he's a good businessman. He's a great businessman because his, his business still runs. And then that's it. Like, other than that, the nigga's a troll. Like, and I, y'all niggas really chose. Y'all see what y'all done? You feel me? It's not that I, I didn't vote. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't believe. Like, it's a personal thing. The personal thing with voting is I feel like they know who they want to pick already. And due to the fact that Trump was already getting enough attention, like anything with Trump right now, it get a million clicks on anything, YouTube, Google, uh, Facebook, uh, anything. And they knew that. And y'all niggas never really sat there and dissect the situation. You always seen Trump rallies. You never seen a Hillary rally, which means Trump has supporters. He came in the fucking election run and said what he was going to do and tried to do it. So if if the world is like they respect honesty, you had honesty, and then that's the nigga that niggas voted for. So that's why I don't understand why niggas is tight that he came in the game honest. I don't understand the world. Y'all be like, y'all, now Hillary on the other end, I felt like she was trying to coat to black people too much. Like, she was trying to do, like, stuff for black people, and it's like, don't do that for our votes, and it's not, it's not from a genuine play, because we could sense that shit. And I know it's like one of them things, though, you're going to get in the office and you're going to change around. So I feel like politicians is dishonest anyway. I feel like lawyers is dishonest sometimes. That's their job. Their job is to create a great sales pitch to become the president. And I don't, and once y'all let me in there, I don't have to do shit y'all told me to do. But y'all chose Trump as president, the nigga that I be on Twitter. And I don't understand why the, like, the people... That's in the White House don't have a rule restriction on him being on Twitter. Yeah, he he got passed bills through people, but y'all should have like, come on, bro. He has, come on, he has a a fucking country to run. Why the fuck is he on Twitter dissing Snoop Dogg? Getting back to the story, nigga was dissing Snoop Dogg. He was like, if he did that, um, to Obama, it would have been a crazy situation. Then this nigga Bow Wow gets on Twitter and goes, "Yeah, niggas a pimp out your your wife." Bow Wow, you not hold on. Bow Wow, you not pimping nobody out. No, you not. You not. You don't have more money than Trump. One, and why would you even talk about a nigga wife? Like that's the that's your immediate reaction. And who are you to like? Who asked you again? <laughs> like who asked you? Bow Wow's probably one of the niggas I got to meet in person to understand. But who asked this nigga? Nobody asked this nigga nothing, my nigga. Damn, go back to Jermaine Dupree or some shit. Like, nobody asked you, and then you go for a woman at that. Like, that was, like, I ain't going to call it sucker shit, but that was crazy. Like, don't do no shit like that. Go for the woman. That shit didn't, what the fuck she had to do with the situation? She had nothing to do with the situation. You brought her in it. 
And then nobody asked you on top of that. <laughs> people needing to produce their own energy instead of being consumers of other people's energy. That's a fact. Because a lot of people suffer from not having self-motivation. Even me sometimes. Like, I go to the gym and then days I need somebody to go to the gym with me. And self-motivation is, motivation is self. It's half to do with 50% self. Because half you want to do it, but you the other half is you need another human being to say yes to it. And a lot, that's the thing, is that we don't get up and get it as human beings. Like, fuck, I'm, this is, this, this podcast is say, fuck it, I say, this, that's the title. Fuck it, I say it. We need to get up and get it ourselves. The other day, I, I signed up to Uber Eats and Postmates. This is like food delivery, right? You do food delivery downtown, and you get paid tips and stuff like that. They take like 20%, you get 80 right? And I was just thinking, like, it's really no reason for nobody to be broke anymore because you can make money from the phone. You can literally make money from the phone. You go downtown, you deliver food, you get your tips, you get paid. And you don't even need a real fucking job. You can work on your own shift with Postmates. You could do it on feet, do it on the bike, or do it in the car. Me and my mans, shout out Julius, been doing that shit and making little paper on the side. Like, <clears throat> I'm telling you, fuck with that shit. If you got a job, fuck with that. Like, get that, that little extra money. That money that you went out to the club with, if you want to make that back, make it back right there. You make it back right there instead of waiting for your shift. Some of us got part-time jobs, some of us got full doing eight hours to make that one that one day back, like, and then waiting a week ahead to get the fucking check. Some people get paid every two weeks. My nigga, you get paid five days after the shift you did. That's not that's not a bad that's not bad. That's not a bad bargaining. Like, you could go make that check. That's the motivate. This is motivation, bro. And self-motivation needs to be. See, I'm I'm gonna really speak on the black neighborhoods because we got things like welfare. Um, you got things like welfare, food stamps, and shit like that. Food stamps, some people abuse it, some people don't. Some people need it. But self motivation, if you had self motivation, you wouldn't need those things. Yeah, the rent is high in New York, but you need to get a job. You feel me? You can't live off child support and all that all the time. You that creates laziness. And then now you're in the house and you're eating good and you're getting fat. And then you become, here we go back to self. You start to lose self-esteem. Now you're looking in the mirror like, oh, I need to go to the gym. And what and what brings you to the gym? Self-motivation. It's all a revolving door. It's all a revolving door. You got to create your own energy, bro. Inside this flesh is energy. We might die physically, but energy. We move on to the next lifetime. Energy cannot be destroyed or created. You need that self-energy, for real. Because I went and went up to the gym. It's days when my mans don't go to the gym. I be like, I'm going by myself. And I go by myself and I knock it out. And I feel good. Because then when you, after you go months and niggas don't see you, niggas, oh shit, this nigga been in the gym. Oh, he lost mad weight. And it's that self-motivation. A lot of niggas don't have self-motivation and that needs to be the key. And I feel like, is programmed in school. Like, where if we had self-motivation, we wouldn't want to work at the Macy's. We would want to own our own business. We would go on to Google, and Google has all the answers. How do I start a business? And we would do this shit from there and 
and get people under us or do it yourself until you can't handle the business aspect of it. And then we will be all have money. Though you can literally make money from your phone. There's no reason why like people should be dead broke every day. Chipping in on fucking dime bags going five five on a blunt. Bro, let's get it. Let's get it. And, and these jobs don't discriminate, bro. If look look, you're knocking two things out. If you walk in and delivering food, you lose burning calories. If you buying a bike you burning calories. So you burning calories and getting money. You cannot go wrong with that. You can't. You can't go wrong with that. And I feel like black men, if you want to talk about having a kid or you you have a kid, bro, you have to provide financially because the kid is going to come to you like, Daddy, I need this. And you got to get it as a parent. Unless it's like some outrageous shit they don't need. But, you know, kids is all gimme, gimme. You got to provide, my nigga. You got to get up and get it. This podcast shit, bro, everybody was like, do a podcast, do a podcast, do a podcast. And I was like, what? Like, y'all niggas really want to hear me speak? And that's what made me do it. Like, I right, these, it was the self-motivation, bro. I, I, I took a, I ain't even going to, it ain't an L in my eyes no more. I took my tax money and invested in myself. Because I'm motivated to make this podcast shit big. Or I can transition into something else. It's the self-motivation I got, for, like, it's just watching, I like, I've been places. Like, that's one thing about the black community and minority-stricken situations. The minority poverty stricken um areas, we don't have exposure, so we don't want more. And we gotta get exposure to want more. I've been down south. I've been other places and I've been in people's houses that is houses. I come to New York, I'm back in the project. So that's the motivation I got from exposure. Like I know it's another world. Like when I'm delivering this postmate shit, I'm going to hotels that some of some of them are hotels, and then some of them are like apartments. And I'm watching the conversation between the person that's picking up the food and the fucking doorman, and I'm looking like this nigga must be here. Like, like we 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 do situations like when it's our birthday, we rent our hotels for the weekend, and even that's a lot of chicken. Some of us, but these niggas is doing that on a nightly basis, like they live there, getting room service and all that. We need to be in, in their shoes because some of them was given those opportunities from, from parents, co- parents, companies and shit like that passed, passed down to them. So we need to be the one, the trendsetter, to start the company to give to our kids. Like, this is all fa- I'm, t- I'm not telling you no bullshit. I would never tell nobody any bullshit. We need to do that shit as black people. That's what I was saying, like, the again, uh, back to the Trump situation, and I was like, black people be bashing Trump, but he really never said nothing about it. Not that I support him, because I think that's very, very ignorant of him to be like, he want to ban Muslims and shit, or, or and ban Mexicans and shit like that. I think his delivery is very wrong, and is ignorant for the nigga to say that. It's ignorant for a person to even say some shit like that. And I really think it's... He wasn't specific because you could be white and be Muslim. You could be black and be Muslim. You could be any type of ethnic background and be Muslim. But I really think his target was the Middle Eastern because the Middle Eastern people, they, and Mexican, they're all his competition. If you ever look at the 25 richest people, Mex- a Mexican person is in it, and nine times out of ten, a Middle Eastern Muslim person is in it. So he wants to eliminate competition. Secondly, I think his thoughts on creating the, 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 the wall is different. 
what I think what he's trying to say is the people that's from out of this country that come to come to New York or any other state. I know I'm gonna speak on New York. Like Muhammad, a Middle Eastern man, owns about ten stores in a strip in New York, right? I'm American. I own none of that. That's because one, I don't know how to do it. I didn't go to school for it, and they didn't teach me that in school. Because when we go to school, they teach us to be factory workers, program us to be retail workers. And to be conscious, you have to get out of that. If you're going to work retail, don't do it as a career. Do it as something that you're saving up to to get something bigger. I just was telling a female friend this. Like, we got to start working retail jobs and save to get the fuck out of there. So that's Trump. I think that's Trump goal. He's looking at it like, why does people? Why do people from out of the country have a better chance of becoming millionaires or having money than the person that's actually from here? That's what I think his. But I think his delivery to it was wrong. It was just ignorant. It was act off emotion. So when he came to the to, to say it, when it comes to saying it, he's like, I want to ban them. Like, and he's not looking at it like, yo, you don't make sense. If you make it make sense, then maybe niggas will support you. I don't support Trump to be honest with you. I don't support none of them ignorant as ideas, but I knew the world was gonna pick him, cause he's a fucking troll, and that's the bottom line of it. Like th- that's just how I feel about it. And y'all gotta look at that Trump situation, cause that's some scary shit. Cause he actually tried it. I never seen a nigga. Usually politicians dishonest. He, he's not. He wasn't dishonest about anything, but he has contradicted himself many a times in the politician field because I've seen. Vi- Facebook videos of him getting exposed of some shit he said before, and then he's not agreeing to it now. So it's like, bro, this these politicians is just... I mean, my fault. He is dishonest. I'm bugging. He's honest about what his goals is and what he want to do, but it... I don't know. Like, I don't really pay attention to TV, but I know he has contradicted himself, to be honest. And that's a fact. So that's... I really feel like that's Trump goals, and I really can't support Trump, to be honest with you. And I think after this day, I'm really not going to talk about the nigga on my podcast. But I've really had, I everybody been asking me to speak on him. And I've really been not, like, not wanting to shed light on him. Because I'm not a fan of him. You feel me? You just let people do them. And then you do you. I felt like the world was going, I felt like the world was going in in a negative area anyway. If you ask me. Because we're taking the down spiral. Because look at, look at the stuff we laugh at now. Like. Bro, when Charlie Sheen that admitted he had AIDS, everybody make jokes about it. They still make jokes about HIV. I mean, Matt Johnson having HIV. Like, look at what we laugh at, bro. When a girl when a girl says she's been raped, that always been a severe and serious situation, right? When Bill Cosby got accused of raping women, niggas made memes about it, of of pills and shit like that. I even made a joke about it, but I'm not saying I'm I'm condone rape. It's just I became accustomed. To the jokes. And I'm a comedian. So it was like. Look at the stuff we joke about and laugh at. Like we. Maybe we desensitized ourselves. Because of social media. Maybe it desensitized us as a whole. But look at the shit we joke about. So you can't tell me like. The evil shit that we really condone. With the president run on top of that. You can't tell me you couldn't predict that Trump was going to be president. At first it was like. Get the fuck out of here. But then when you seen it. It was just him and Hillary. And um, and um, 
Bernie leaves the run, I knew he was going to get elected. Like, I had no fucking doubt in my mind. Look at what the world was going through. Police brutality at an all-time high on video, and they still not getting sent to jail. Still not getting sent to jail in this video this time. Like, the other situations was like, word of mouth, these are videos. Videos that are being shown repetitively on social media. And these fucking cops is not getting arrested. Nor losing their job upon this shit. Like, so look at the way the world was taking a dying, a, a down spiral too. You have to go through this to create something better. You have to. You have to. Because after this, President, we're going to learn our lesson and never pick a fucking troll again. That's just facts. That's just me being honest. Like, you got to go through this shit. I know it went from comedy to, to, to being serious, but it's like, it's some serious situations going on. Like, we not, as people, we laugh at shit we not supposed to be laughing at. AIDS, rape, etc. We not taking it into, in, we not taking it into mind what we laughing at and what we choose to watch and what we choose to condone. You can't get mad that Trump is president. I feel like states did their job. They chose Trump not to be president. The votes that he, New York did not pick him, but the other states was mad. And I knew, and I knew, um, it was going to be some way he was going to win, bro. They need that type of attention. They want that type of attention because social media is, is running humanity. Why not get a troll? Why not make him president? They're going to pay attention to us more now than ever. You feel me? So it's like, it's it's, it's real. Like, y'all niggas need to really wake up and pay attention to shit, bro. Really pay attention to shit. Really, really pay attention to shit. And... Share, share, also share your consciousness with other people and try to awaken them to see what's going on around here. And also, preach about self-motivation because it's a lot of people that's talented that don't have self-motivation. I know niggas that sell drugs that, that, that is motivated to get money but not motivated to use their talent. And when you don't use your talent, bro, you end up becoming a shoulda, woulda, coulda nigga. One of them niggas that we, I watched as coming up Nine years old, ten, and you still on the block, but you're dumb nice at rapping. And now you're old, and you're not selling drugs no more, and you're still dumb nice at rapping. If that man has self-motivation, he would have got in that studio and wanted to avoid jail. Even if he didn't make it, you always want to look to God and yourself and say, I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried. So now you have a resume or um, a portfolio a self portfolio to be like, look, I got X, Y, and Z. You can show your kids. Now, if your kid gets motivated to rap, he becomes better than you. Now you're looking at, I right, look what I did. God don't give people talent for no reason. Don't waste it. One of my talents is talking. I'm going to use this shit because I want to spark. I want to spark a, a idea, or I want to inspire people. I want to make people day better. People like, yo, I've listened. Like, shout out to everybody that's been listening to my podcast, too, because I got a lot of feedback. People that text me like, yo, I ain't going to lie, you're a funny nigga. Or 
I have women that text me like, I don't believe in what y'all saying, but I'll enjoy y'all conversation. Like, I disagree. And I like that type of shit because that's, that sparks a different opinion. And that's why I talk because I like different opinions. I like people that's going to disagree with me, and I like people that's going to agree with me because people that agree with me got different points of why they agree with me that I didn't see. And people that disagree with me got valid points too. So shout out to everybody that's been texting me about my podcast. Like, to, to be on it or things they heard that they disagree with or agree with. Because a lot of females been hitting me up about the, a lot of topics. But getting back to what I was saying, like, you got to use your talent. If that's the self-motivation, you got to use your talent. If your talent is drawing, but you you hustle outside of you sell drugs or, or you do illegal stuff, bro, take that money and invest in your talent. Do that. Because now you have both. Nobody, I'm tired of seeing black men go to jail that's too talented. You had too much talent, in, in, too much talented people in jail that could have used their talent. You could write music for other artists, bro, and be getting money on the low and don't like the fame. There's so much ways to get money out here now than it has ever been. I'm not saying that people are getting real money now, but I'm saying people, it's easy to get money. People sell stuff on the internet all day, all day on Instagram. Just do it. Get out and do it. I hope I spark some type of inspiration in somebody that's out there. And always know, like, stop doubting yourself. You your own worst critic. You create your limitations on what you could do and what you can't do. Stop feeling hopeless. There's always somebody in a worse situation than you. Yeah, you don't get along with your parents. But your health is 100%. But your depression creates creates making your health not 100%. But it's somebody out there with AIDS that's happy. But it's Or it's somebody out there with AIDS that can't find a relationship with another person that has AIDS. Or a STD that's uncurable that can't find love. And you're complaining about you being broke or your parents not. How about you get a job or do do something to 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 get your own apartment to create create your happiness? Self motivation. Self motivation. I know it's easy to say but hard to do. But within time, when you do it, you're gonna appreciate it when you get it done. Trust me. Trust me. You don't think I would. You don't think I doubted myself or was depressed when I found out I had diabetes. I'm one of a few people you ever even heard got rid of it. I got rid of type two. Self-motivation. After I lost weight, I started going to the gym by myself six days a week, walking to the gym. I had money, but I would walk to the gym. When I didn't have money, I still would walk to the gym. Self-motivation, bro. We need to stop being depressed and appreciate the things we do have, and that's living. Living is one. Waking up every day, it's somebody in the world that's being born and somebody that's dying as we speak. Find motivation in that. Find appreciation in life. I can see. It's somebody that's blind, that can't see no more or was born like that. Y'all need to wake up. Like, y'all need to stop stop looking at little things and critiquing and having, creating depression over something that you, you, that can't change or that you can change. It's how long are we going to be mad of it? Mad about it for 30 years? Then we like, oh, I'm not mad about it no more. And then it's too late. That niggas need to wake up. Don't get me wrong. I got flaws, too, but I don't believe in stress. You know what stress do to niggas? Make their hairline go back and make them lose hair. <laughs> My hairline already receded. I don't need no more. I don't need stress, bro. I don't need it. I create my own happiness. I'm rarely down. My morale is always content or higher. If I'm mad about something, I know mad is temporary. I'm going to be mad about it either for five minutes 
one day or whatever. It's not that serious, though. I get over it. And then I'm back to being happy. Man, God don't make mistakes. I'm ending this podcast, man. Shout out to everybody that's supporting, and I'm out. Wherever you go, however you go, for energy on the go, it's got to be five-hour energy. It works fast. It works long. It tastes good. And with zero sugar and four calories, there's nothing holding you back. Fits your pocket, fits your backpack, fits your on-the-go life, whether you're going to work, going on vacation, or just going out with friends. 5-Hour Energy. Energy on the go. For more information, visit 5hourenergy.com.